911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined with Detective Walton. How are you? Really good. In today's episode, I thought we could talk about whether or not it is time for a divorce. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. I don't know about you, but I feel like this year I have seen a culmination of so many people splitting up, especially people that have been together for a long time, and so many dogs dying. Yeah, I've I've actually really noticed that as well, and it's it's sad, especially the dogs dying part of it. It's <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah, right? and it's, I mean, we talk. I I talk about the reticular activating system on this show a lot, and as you know, I've shared on this show that we had to put our dog down, and so of course that's something that I've tuned into significantly since that happened. But even before that, I started to see so many pictures that that people are sharing online of you know, the the same situation, their dogs getting old, getting sick, people messaging me. And ever since I aired that episode explaining, you know, having to say goodbye to your best friend, I've had countless people reach out to me thanking me for that episode and then also sharing with me that they too have had to do the same thing. And Clint, you've been at your department now for 14 years? Yes. And I just thought that we can maybe sit and from your experience, what you've seen inside of the department, sort of talk about some of the reasons why you believe a lot of police officers, they have that that saying, right, of, you know, if you're not on your third marriage or, you know, there, there's a lot of things that I hear that people try to make humor out of the divorce situation. But in your opinion, what are some of the things that you've seen that you believe have caused a lot of these separations? You know, and this kind of goes back to our last episode that we kind of touched on of having a good decompression state and being able to figure out how you can separate your work life from your home life, but not not separate, but to make them commingle per se. Um, I really notice that people don't know how to separate those two. And they bring home their work and they're always unhappy about what's going on. Then they come home and they have a spouse that's telling them, you need to do this, you need to do that. Whatever it may be, it just turns into an unhealthy relationship between those two individuals. Instead of a a loving relationship, it's turned into a working relationship because you're bringing home that work aspect with you. So over the last 14 years, I've seen a lot of people break up and go their separate ways, but sometimes they come back together. Sometimes they don't. And everyone has their own reasons. And typically it's a deflection upon their spouse or associated factors and in, in relevant to what their spouse is doing and not ever anything, of course, of what they've done. And whether it's infidelity, whether it's it's a conversation, a communication level that people just don't share with one another. They might have been married before becoming a police officer or after. And being a police officer, officer it changes you in so many ways. 
not all for the bad, not all for the good. I mean, it's it's a, a balance on both levels. So I think that people find it easier to walk away from these instances compared to actually working through them and dealing with the suck that is associated with it. Kind of, it's a, it's being around, especially with the whole COVID pandemic type situations as well. You're around your loved ones more than you ever have been before because of just not being able to go anywhere. And you haven't had that kind of experience before. So it inevitably turns into arguments or disagreements to where you don't want to work through it. Yeah. And I'm trying to think as you're talking, what are some of the dynamics that you've seen in the department when it comes to some of those couples that you've seen separating that you believe is directly work related based on your line of work? I honestly couldn't tell you because most people, especially at work, they don't talk about it. They don't discuss it with their partners um, unless you have a very close partner that you've been able to discuss it with. Um, I would say one out of five, you I could almost hone it in to being specifically work-related, and that's just based off of having that open dialogue with that person. So do you think that a lot of officers use their profession as an excuse for separating themselves from the relationship? They do. Um, I think it's an easy it's an easy out for people instead of actually looking at the underlying issues associated to it. Yeah. And in a lot of these female police wife groups that I try not to pay attention to, but I get sucked into <laughs> just because sometimes the conversations that I see on there, number one. I can't even believe that these females are posting this online and we've talked about that. But number two, sometimes it, it is so disheartening to me to see how identified these spouses of police officers have become in not understanding that they do not live behind the badge. They live next to the badge and yet they identify as living behind it. I, and, and as you're bringing this up, this makes me think of a conversation I had with one of my partners who retired recently um, and a specific group of police wives that gets together within our own kind of police community that's out here. And I was talking to his wife or no, he was actually sharing the story about his wife and that group to where she was a member of this group and paid the dues, was getting involved into that environment and then really started to see what was going on with it where this group of girls or ladies got together and all they would talk about is their husbands, which is good on a, a different level. Mm -hmm. But all they're saying, well, my, my husband's a detective now. Well, my husband's a sergeant. My husband's a lieutenant. And they were almost ranking themselves mm -hmm. based off of the own achievements of their husbands. And I think that highly has everything to do with them not having their own foundation of what they want to build up for themselves. And in some of those instances, they're extremely successful. 
and others they're not. So they have to kind of piggyback off of what their husband does compared to what they do themselves. Yeah, and it's always the leading point of a conversation with regards to meeting somebody new too, right? Yeah, and and it's always, oh, so what does your husband do? Oh, what's his rank? Oh, what's he investigator? Whatever it may be, it always turns into the husband compared to the spouse or like, what do you like to do for yourself or what just having a camaraderie with one another just based off of individualized interests. Yeah. And I I don't know the exact quote, but I had read one of those memes that had said something along the lines of we gauge how much respect to give to somebody after we ask them what they do for a living. And like, how disgusting is that? And it's absolutely the truth. I know for Clint and I, and it's probably because, you know, the more and more that my platform has grown, the more and more seclusive and secret I am, not only with what I do, but also with what you do. And we've we've actually always been that way. I can remember we went on our our honeymoon several years (laughs) after we got married and even sitting at a table around everybody, the conversation was like, I work for the city. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like I, I, you don't have to get specific with people. And yet people wear that with this badge of honor. And of course, that's like metaphoric and also incredibly realistic. But it is so unhealthy, I believe, to not only identify as you bleeding blue. And I know I've recorded about that. I was interviewed by Brock Bevel and I went into depth about that. You could check out his Chase the Vase podcast. It is, it is vital for people to have that disassociation and to understand that there's so much more to be lived in this life than thinking that you need to be shielded behind the cloak of living behind the blue line. And when you understand that, whether you are a first responder, whether you are the spouse of a first responder, then it allows opportunity to open up in a way to where you don't feel so confined. But the problem with that is that most people won't get vulnerable and real with themselves and if you can't do that, then the honest truth, and I've been there before, is that you're not ready to grow and expand. But I'm hoping you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, please do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below, and know that we are sending you a long, tight hug from our home to yours.